behavior people and welcome to behavior and bullshit where we talk about behavior in all types of ways that relate back to real life we're your hosts lauren the pop culture analyst and rachel the calabama behavior analyst and we're two bcbas who sometimes go off on tangents uh, because our minds are riddled with adhd and let us have no peace welcome to our first podcast We have a great show for you today. Today is all about talking about being a good and bad BCBA pet parent to our sweet baby angels. Yes. But before we get started, we wanted to talk about a, you know, disclaimer. There are a couple. There are a couple. We're probably going to say some naughty words. So if you're listening to this in your car, maybe don't have your children listen. We already said shit. So. We did. We We did. did. So we already started that off. Um, We also want to let you know that these opinions that we're gonna talk about are our own. They do not reflect any company that we work for. They do not reflect the BACBA, BACBA, the BCAB, too many letters. And you may disagree with us and that's okay. It's totally all right. But let's just continue to be kind to each other while disagreeing. Correct. We may drop a couple F-bombs. Buckle up, buckaroos. It's going to be fun. Lauren, tell me a little bit about your background as a BCBA, what you're doing now, what got you to this point. You know, I hate talking about myself, but (laughs) I've been a BCBA now for four years. Um, I got into being a BCBA when I was working in a uh, special education classroom. It was the bomb. I had the coolest girl, like, as my student, it was awesome. Went to Northeastern, started working at a company that, you know, for all intents and purposes, I'm not going to name the company. If anyone ever asks, I will not tell you legal issues. Um, But I worked there for three and a half years and I loved it until ethics kind of threw me out the window. And I decided, you know, if they're not gonna allow me to do what I wanna do and be ethical, I'm going to do my own thing. So I started the pop culture analyst this past June and I deliver mostly mentorship and tutoring sessions right now because I like talking to people about what they're going through and giving solicited unsolicited advice. (laughs) You know what I mean though? Like I like to give advice and help people get through hard situations, whether it's a hard case or coworkers, or your boss is being a weirdo and you don't know how to address it. And then I like to help people pass their exam because passing the exam is fun. Yeah. And I took the exam at a time when you had to wait a month. <laughs> Not I almost killed my husband by accident. He was in the crawl space and I screamed and he thought that there were squirrels and he like lifted his head up and and so everyone knows because I'll bring up my husband a lot his name's Kevin James so if you ever hear me talking about Kevin James it's not the actor it's not the guy from uh Paul Paul Blart Blart Blart. (laughs) (laughs) or King of Queens yes exactly even though I do call him the, the King of Queens sometimes I call him Paul Blart his emoji on my phone is still a mall cop so You find that contact photo that fits and it never changes. Yes, exactly. I added a heart 
after we started oh, dating. So um, that was cute. But that's a little bit about me. Rachel, tell our audience about you. So let's see. I grew up in California forever um, and got into the field of ABA um, when I finally decided that I wanted to go back to school, finish my bachelor's. We'll kind of get into our topic for today when I go all the way back in time. But um, finishing my bachelor's had a, had a professor that talked to us about um, interventions, early intervention for autism, and that was ABA. And I was like, okay, this sounds like things that I am familiar with, believe it or not. So sought out a job as an RBT and did that and never looked back. Moved out to Auburn, Alabama for graduate school and everybody's like, what the fuck? <laughs> to this day, a good like, school. It is a good school. It was, it was great. I, I am so grateful for my education, but everybody's like, Alabama? Like what? Girl. Um, but no, no regrets. Um, loved my education. I've been a BCBA now. I'm going into my third year. Had a job right after grad school that didn't work out for a lot of reasons. Um, and now the company I work for is um, pretty phenomenal. I've got a lot of autonomy. I've got a lot of support. I've got a lot of people who are values driven and wanting to do better. I think that's why we connect. We like to talk to people and we like to teach people to do better. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we want to be responding to that feedback from the autistic community and doing better as clinicians and BCBAs and, and spreading the gospel. Exactly. Values. Yeah. We love values. Yep. I'm going to say values probably. That's going to be our most used word, guys. So yeah. if you're taking frequency data, that would be fun. Yeah. You could <laughs> then turn that into a rate of how often per episode we are taking data. Uh, just making it relatable. Just making it relatable. You, know, you can also take an IRT in between, like how, you know, when's yeah. the last time we said it? to the next time we say it. You never know. Listen. What kind of data you want to take. Right. If you've got supervisees, this is, if they're, if they're student analysts, if they are going to, if they're getting their field work hours and you want to teach them about measurement, damn, have we got a podcast for you. It's ours. <laughs> Let me just shamelessly plug someone else's podcast. We will do that though yes. at some Absolutely. point. Absolutely. We love other podcasts. Like, we're women who support other women and mm -hmm. other men. Yeah. And the non-binary community. Like we just support everyone. Right. <gasps> That's one of my values. And again, like our disclaimer, if you disagree with some of the stuff we said, that's cool. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I am not going to take it personal. I mean, I may take it a little personal, but then I'll like sit into it and be like, okay. Yeah. And I'll uh, listen to you, but then I'll be like, okay. Yeah. And you know constructive feedback love that if i say a word wrong please tell me but anyway our topic today would you like to tell the folks what our topic today is well i think we talked about it a little bit before and then like we went oh, on yeah. a tangent on ourselves but that's okay people may forget we're talking about being bad and good pet parents yes we are both pet parents i have two cats and rachel i have I'm about to have two less pets because right before we hopped on to record, one of my dogs shit in the house after spending 45 minutes outside. 
as I was cleaning that up, the other dog came in to eat cat poop. So I got two dogs and a cat. Was that the smell? Was not the smell. Okay. Very different smells. I think I just need to take the trash out. Trash day is tomorrow. So I will do that before the day is through. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn back the clock just a bit and talk about my first introduction into applied behavior analysis before I even knew it. And if you follow me on Instagram and have been for, I've only had my Instagram up and running for like a month, but if you have been for a couple of weeks now, you would know that in the past, I used to train and care for um, exotic animals. I went to school at a zoo. <laughs> like I, I don't, I wish I had a better description for it, but I went to school at a zoo um, and we used the principles of reinforcement and punishment. Was I doing DRAs and DROs with the uh, animals that I was working with? No, I didn't know jack shit. Um, if I knew anything about data collection, I would have been a much better animal trainer, but. And I don't often lead with that when I go and meet parents. Like, yeah, I train animals and now I work with children. Like, that's not a good look. It's not, it is one of those criticisms that's lobbied against the field of ABA. Like it's, we're just training circus tricks. We're just, you know, it's like you're doing dog training and working with children. The client tell that to me before. It's like, I'm not a dog. Yeah. Don't, like, don't talk to me like that. I was like, okay, you, I hear you, bro. Yeah, exactly. And it, there. It's so much different. It's so much different. Yes, the principles are the same, but it is very, very different. Um, so went to school at a zoo. I'm sure that a lot of us in undergrad or graduate school have had some sort of rat lab. My rat lab was training a chain of behaviors to run through a mate. The rat had to do a 10 behavior chain running through a, a maze and uh, that was our grade. And then after that rat lab, then we were set loose with the birds and the lions and the monkeys and all the other oh things my. that eat us. <laughs> so um, that's why I learned the principles of reinforcement and punishment. What was the name of your rat that you had showed me a video? Oh my God, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan was my the rat that I had for the final, I had bought two rats. The suggestion was at the beginning of class, get two just in case one gets sick, you train them both. Fair. What happened was the rat that I had spent most of my time training either died or was killed by the other. Cannot confirm nor deny any of those things, um, but he Ooh. died. I was pissed. Rest <laughs> in peace, rest in peace. It was halfway through the semester and I'm like, holy fuck, what am I doing? Um, but Obi-Wan pulled through, got an A. Love that, I love that. I didn't have, I just had Sniffy. That was his name. He was a digital rat and I never really learned how to use the program. So thanks Leslie University for not making me do it again. <laughs> Still giving me a B. That's my undergrad school. It's a good school for psychology, friend. So how do we use, as a pet parent, how do you use ABA? What kinds of principles, what kinds of concepts do you use? I am a bit of a bad pet parent. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll start with the good. I'll start with the good. Okay. 
antecedent interventions, automatic food dispenser. That is one I cannot recommend more. When, um, when Maya, my oldest kitten, I call her a kitten, she's going to be eight. But if you saw a picture of her, at some point, we'll probably put a picture of our pets on because why not? Um, You would think that she was like three years old. She's a small girl. She would wake me up in the middle of the night and just claw at my face. So after a while, Kevin and I got her an automatic pet feeder and it has saved our lives. She will not wake us up in the middle of the night. Other than that, she has me wrapped around her little toe bean. Oh. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what I do with her. There's, a, there's this instance in the morning where every morning now, because for some reason I started giving, I gave her a treat one morning. So every morning now, at the same time, when I, it's when I get out of bed, I walk out, I get out to my kitchen. All I hear is crying at the pantry door. And I've been really trying from the moment that she does that to delay it. I have been trying, making that latency longer from the moment hearing it to the moment that I do it. But my behavior is so negatively reinforced by getting rid of that. Like she has a cute meow. But that meow in the morning just sets me off that I have to give in. I have to. And I'll give her her treat and she'll be on her merry way and leave me alone for the rest of the day. Most of the time. Because why not? Uh, what I decided was I'm going to change up her feeding schedule. With this automatic pet feeder, I just haven't done it yet because I don't know how to use the new one that we got. <laughs> my husband does. So I her schedule right now is 12 a.m. small amount. She, Maya, I have Maya and Millie. Maya will overgorge herself, so I have to give her a small amount. So it's 12 a.m. that she gets it again at 10:30. Then she gets um, a bigger meal at like 7.30 at night. What kind of reinforcement schedule is this? Oh, God, you're asking me. Sorry, I'm sorry. I know. It's fixed interval. It'll be fixed interval. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a schedule. It's fixed interval. It's it's every single time in between and it's fixed. Yeah. So I'm going to change it up going forward where I'm going to, because I get up usually around 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to make that pet feeder go off at seven o'clock in the morning. And I'm going to report back to everyone to see if she stops meowing at the pantry door. If you're new antecedent intervention. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. Changing up the interventions, because like I said, I, she has me and my behavior negatively reinforced. Yeah. I'm sure so many people can relate though. Right. Like, oh my uh, gosh, especially when people get like, People will get puppies and I'm like, dude, tra- crate train your dog immediately because especially if it's an eight week old puppy, crate train your dog immediately. We want to associate the crate with something being safe, something being cozy. God forbid you need to go run because there's a fire. Um, you can put that dog in the crate and they're, they, they're not scared. 
Um, you know, you put the meals in there, you make it a fun place. But like those first couple of nights of crate training, those first couple of nights of like sleep training for a puppy, miserable, miserable. That puppy's going to cry and in comes the negative reinforcement, right? I'm going to take the puppy out. I'm going to let the puppy cuddle with me. Now your puppy's sleeping in your bed every single night. It won't go to sleep without you. Yeah. So now they, they know that I'm, I'm just going to cry it out until mom or dad comes to comes to get me because I know that they will. But if you stick it out and you reinforce their crate behavior, make it a fun place, give them their meals in there, give them fun toys in there, then you got dogs that love going in a crate. Great. And the crate is a good, safe space mm-hmm. and mentally for a human. Mm-hmm. They know where their dog is. Their dog's mm-hmm. happy. If they have an accident, if it's in the crate, it's a lot easier to clean and look for. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, my dog's um, shits are very pungent. So I know. And she she poops in the same spot. So, like, if I walk out of my bedroom and I smell it, I'm like, oh, damn it. So that's I, her poop spot. Yeah. It just what like, do you, what do you do afterwards? Like, what kind of consequence? God, all of the worst ones. <laughs> and that's um, okay. You know, I, I know that I can't. I, I never, like, rub my dog's nose in there. That's, like, one of the oh, first God, things that no. people tell you. Just, like, rub your dog's nose in it. It's like, uh, no. No, 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 no. Never. Um, for, for dogs, that immediacy of reinforcement is so important. Um, for anyone, really. But, like, for dogs, if, if I came home and my dog had shit, I can't, like. Figure out when it was. Yeah, she's not going to. She's not going to care. Um, and then I'm just being mean for no reason. Um, so do I yell? Yes. Does she give me the guilty face? Yes. But I'm like, hmm, I just guilty. leave you outside for longer. Don't you dare eat the cat food. As we're talking about automatic feeders. <laughs> I mean, that's just an automatic feeder on a variable schedule because you clean out your cat poop and it's just, yeah. when is it available? <laughs> yeah. I did clean out the litter box so they couldn't eat the poop. So now the food's here. Dogs, man. I swear. They're just dogs and cats and other animals. Yes. Of all, of all pets, uh, all shapes and sizes. Yes, yes. And topographies. There's another ABA word we'll throw in there for you listening. How do you have a topography of an animal? I don't know. I think I was thinking stimulus glass. <laughs> when we're talking pets an arbitrary stimulus class if you're just saying pets yeah you know you're thinking of a dog just like when i when i say dog what's the first dog you think of your dogs yeah see the first dog i think of is a corgi if someone says dog i'm like corgi every time except for this morning when i did see the cutest little akita puppy on my walk and he got out of his, he, he got out of his collar. So he was like running and he was running towards me. So I just stopped because I was like, well, either oh. he's going to just like run up to me and I'm going to be able to pet him. <laughs> <laughs> and he did run up to me and I was able to pet him. And it's 
stopped him just enough so his owner could get to him. He was I'm... he didn't want to be in that uh that collar. Can't be tamed. That's like Cooper. My dog my dog loves me, will whine if I'm not petting him, but if he has an inch of freedom, he will take a mile. He will take off running and the <laughs> he won't come back for me. The only way that I can get him back if he gets out, I have to like go find a neighbor and be like, hey, can you call my dog? <laughs> because novel stimulus, so much more fun than angry mm-hmm. mom. <laughs> so much more fun than angry mom. So much more fun because he doesn't want to deal with that consequence, which probably is going to be like, where'd you go, Cooper? I walking the whole way back holding his collar. He's like, I fucking can't believe you. I'll send you to dog jail. Yeah. That's and that's not the crate. That's that's a metaphorical no. dog jail that yeah. I won't talk to you for 30 seconds starting yeah. now. I know. I'm like, you're done playing outside for at least three hours until you need to go out and go potty. <laughs> exactly. And think about what you did here on the couch <laughs> while you snuggle. <laughs> Have you seen those fluent pet animal communication boards? Yes. Those are incredible. It's really cool. I wish I had the patience. Me too. I don't. I don't. I, I got I got a couple buttons and I recorded the sound. Oh, cool. Um but then I lost interest like real quick. I was like, oh, this is so awesome. And then I was like, no. Nope, not gonna happen. I feel like it must take a lot of work, like because you always have to just, you have to reinforce on an FR1 schedule if you're using that. Yeah. And it's like, if you're not home, how are you able to do that? I also, whenever my cat Millie meows, cause sometimes she'll just meow. And I know it's cause she wants her dad. So I don't want her pressing the dad button when I'm the only one at home and breaking my heart. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to just not know. Yeah. But I think that they are, if you have the patience and um, not the worst ADHD in the world, you can just keeps walking across the screen. I love it. I feel like it can be such a great thing because I see like all these dogs, like they just like want, like want scritch. And I'm mm-hmm. like, love that. But my cats would be like, treat, 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 right. treat, 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 treat. <laughs> like I just gave you a treat, 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 treat. Yeah, I want more. I know there's more. Like there is more, but you cannot have. And then they, I probably make a bitch button because I, if I call them bitches, they have to at least be able to say it back to me. Yeah. You know. But then what's it's- that teaching my future son? The first word is bitch. <laughs> that's me. That'd be pretty great if his first word has it had a TCH sound at the yeah, end. Yeah, that's a. Ch- I mean, I would be impressed. I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be impressed. I would not be mad. I wouldn't be mad at all. I'd be like, okay, now context. Yeah. <laughs> context is a thing, sir. I'm I'm the aunt that like when my brother calls or I call my brother, he's like, you're on speakerphone and the boys are in the back. Um, <laughs> that's smart though that's a good antecedent intervention for your behavior <laughs> yes puts that behavior under stimulus control although the 
um, the first time my sister-in-law got pregnant, the Christmas afterwards, um, I got them the book, Go the Fuck to Sleep. And I was like, I cannot wait to read this to my nephews. And he's like, you never will. I was like, bet. <laughs> Go out of town. <laughs> like, they'll be reading that book, whether you like it or not, sir. No, I know. At this point now, like, one of my nephews is six and one is about to turn four. And um, the six-year-old is getting better at reading. I think the four-year-old might be hyperlexic. So, <laughs> uh... <laughs> We're in trouble. <laughs> We're in just a little trouble, but like, there's bright spots to that. Oh yeah. Oh it's, yeah. Whatever. Oh. I will keep my cursing behavior under stimulus control. My brother's around me children. Home. Yeah, children Not around are the around the podcast. Correct. <laughs> Not around my Instagram. Like, don't. I mean, I'll talk about values. I'll talk about like cool things. But I'm gonna say some I'm gonna say some naughty words sometimes. Children are absolutely an S delta for my curse words. And it's kind of always been that way. It's hard not to swear when it's in your repertoire. Yeah. Just like for any any client, any child, like you're trying to like teach, like having like under stimulus control, like for their behaviors, like how difficult is it to put your own behavior under stimulus control? Very. Very. I swear too much sometimes. Like, I feel like Maya may think her name is bitch sometimes. <laughs> That's okay. As long as your clients. My clients never think their names are bitch. Yeah. They think their names are their names. Or they call themselves something else. And then I'm like, all right, I'll call you that too. I had a client that once wanted me to call her princess name. And I was like, all right, princess name. Oh my God. What did I'm being lockat to you then, girly? <laughs> there was um I was I was supervising a session and it was like in a community setting, so there were other kids around. And this girl kept asking me my name, not my client. This this girl, she was like, What's your name? I'm like, it's Miss Rachel. And she's like, Miss Miss Sprinkle? I was like, I'll take it. Honestly. Sprinkle. Take it, it. Makes me think of like if Miss Frizzle was like a meteorologist. Yeah. Also, there's <laughs> there's some Instagram ads that keep popping up on my feed of like Miss Frizzle shirts. And I'm like, oh, I gotta have one. I'm probably gonna have one at some point. That's the universe. That yeah. is the universe saying it. Is it the universe or is it <laughs> my phone listening in on all my conversations? I mean, it could be a little bit of both. Yeah, a little column A, a little column B. Um, Okay, so animal training was my background into ABA. Um, we all you train your animals? animals. Um, okay, listen, <laughs> I can. <laughs> Do I? Not so much. Although, all right, Cooper, relatively well-behaved child, except for the poop eating. Um, he's good on a leash. He sits. He lays down. He shakes paws. He does all of the fun things. They both also have a behavior. Where it, where I live, it, it gets really wet in the winter and kind of muddy, and so I have a big mat by the back door. Um, they have a behavior where I say, "Go wipe your feet," and they turn in a circle on the mat. Um, That's awesome. They, they sit and they wait for their dinner, and then they go to their respective bowls. Um, so I talk a lot of shit, but my dogs are are smart and decently trained. Um, my old roommate taught Charlie, my younger dog 
and to an extent Cooper, um, a behavior that she called alone. So she would wave her hand and say alone and Charlie and Cooper back up because she would like go cook in the kitchen and the dogs were just like in her space. And she's like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm tired of this. So she taught them alone and they back up and like get out of her space. Um, They still know it. I paired some of their already established behaviors with some Harry Potter spells because why not? Um, So what do we do? Wingardium Leviosa and they jump up. We haven't practiced that in a while, have we, Koopy? He's right here. Petrificus Totalis for like stay. Ridiculous was the turn in a circle and now it's wipe your feet. But what else? And then, oh, wait. Um, Expecto Patronum is like come back to me. So Petrificus Totalis to stay. Expecto Patronum to come to me. So that's fun. I do train my dogs. That's really fun. Yeah. That's, I never would have thought to be using Harry Potter spells for training, but it just shows that as long as you pair it, the word with behavior yeah. yep, and that they receive reinforcement for following through when they hear that, like, that's really freaking cool. Yeah. It was so fun. We haven't practiced in a while, but I'm sure they remember. You're going to have to tell us that if you practice it again and if it's on maintenance, (laughs) we'll have to reintroduce it just to see. Maintenance of like six months. Hey, you know, maintenance is important, guys. If you're studying the exam, remember maintenance. Maintenance, generalization, stimulus Um, generalization, and response generalization. Yep, exactly. Because like, because could you say like wipe your feet or whatever it was and the Tritalis and that he would do the same thing. The, see, a wonderful, yeah. or, or not, uh, yeah, no, that would be stimulus generalization because they would do the same. I don't know. Now I'm losing my mind. It's too <laughs> day. Sorry, guys. If you're looking for education, not today. A tutoring <laughs> session with me in the morning. I promise you, I know my stuff then. <laughs> Our brains are melted by this time of the day. So Mercury is also in retrograde, which I'm going to say it every single day until it's out of retrograde. And I'll bring it up even when it doesn't matter to the content because it is. And I need to have some kind of excuse for my behavior. That's not just I'm pregnant and can't take my my Adderall stimulant. (laughs) So I will blame it on the planets. Yes. I mean, I'm on my Adderall and my brain still just like the past couple days is like hard reset every, every like 30 minutes, hard reset. I didn't ask for it. It's a brain fog. Yeah. And we combat that by telling ourselves it's okay. We're humans. We forget things. We don't remember some of the content that we literally just made a post about yesterday (laughs) (laughs) that literally had a tutoring session about it just about the exact same thing yesterday but that that was in the past yeah and we're not living in the past we're not we're living in the here and now and you know like though sure your past is important to uh determine what your future behavior may be we're just realistic girlies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think, I think it all comes back to that too. Like 
one of the things that you and I align with pretty wholeheartedly is like being authentic, being real. And like, it took a long time for me to get to this point where I can accept mistakes. I can accept corrective feedback. I can't, and, and not take it personal and think it's the end of the world, right? Like I'm in a headspace now where I'm like, well, okay, that's just information for me to change my behavior moving forward or whatever it may be. It's a learning opportunity. And it's better to have more learning opportunities than to just think you're right when you're wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, we may have misspoken at some point. Chances and if are. If we really did, tell us because yeah. we want to correct it. <laughs> we want to be better. We want to learn. But don't come here for today's not a CE event. <laughs> no, no. Like, when, if it, no, not if. When we can, because I sent in my form, sent it in down the street. I don't think I told anyone that I live in Colorado and the BACB is literally 20 minutes from my house, but I'm too scared to go to them sometimes. <laughs> I sent it down the street because I had one more stamp. And at some point we would love to be able to deliver CE events to you guys. Um, however, or when that happens, we will be on our A game. We yes. will have PowerPoints with talking points and notes and scripts, but this is a podcast. This is a podcast. This is behavior and bullshit. Exactly. It's not behavior and learning. It's, it's bullshit. <laughs> I may be wearing a granny sweater and my finest pair eyewear glasses oh if we could get a spark those are my favorite glasses i love those glasses <laughs> if we oh get my gosh i didn't realize that they came off dude it's a game this is why i'm broke because here let me show you not all the bags oh my god look at these i have so many options Everyone, you guys can't see what she's showing me right now but her glasses the, the front frames are removable mm -hmm. and she has looks to be okay. a different color for every day of the week. More than that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right now, they just released a harvest collection. They have a Halloween collection. They have a Harry Potter collection. I'm like, I am struggling. I'm struggling because I do literally. And if I'm doing telehealth, um, and I'll ask my client, like my first client of the day, which one should I wear today? Donuts or this funky, fun pink, whatever's going on. I I'm love obsessed. that. I think it's like, it gives the client choice yeah. at the beginning and maybe they don't even care. They're just like, I don't know. Like, like I would be pretty pumped. Like I get to decide how this bitch looks today. <laughs> like. Like not many clients get to do that. Like, yeah. I, oh my goodness. It is taking every fiber of my being to not go load up a cart with harvest and Halloween top frames. I'm just, I'm trying, I'm trying I mean, to do better. It's one of my smart goals is to do better with my finances because like I've got the mental health going pretty solid. I've got the physical health getting back on track with other smart goals that I'm working on, but like the finances, especially with my ADHD brain. I'm like, I see it, I like it, I want it, I got it. Ariana Grande really screwed us up with that one. 
truly. To be fair, it that was me already before the song. Um, so I got to work on that. I try to work on that. But, you know, the other day, we're still talking about pets. The other day, I, I, it did take everything out of me. Everything. I saw a unicorn cat Halloween costume at Target. And Maya hates wearing costumes. And that's why I didn't get it. Because she, um, she can't walk in them. (laughs) So I didn't want to, you know, hinder her from living her best life if she can't walk around in them. But damn, did I want that unicorn cat costume for her? And I was like, I'm going to be financially responsible right now. Look at you. But I did get her this little hat, right? And it was, it's so cute. Like it matches my pajamas and it matches Kevin's pajamas. And there's a scarf. So for Christmas time, and we're going to get the baby matching pajamas. Oh my God. Everyone, I don't know if I made it clear I'm pregnant. I don't think I said that, but like I'm with. I'm with you. I'm with child. I'm with do. <laughs> I'm, I'm with, with child. child. And this is why it's great to talk about pet parenting, because I know that I'm going to be a BCBA parent that's going to um, throw my credential out the window, <laughs> just like I do with my small little angels that refuse to come over to me right now. Yeah. Mine are wrestling. One day we'll have like studio equipment and maybe you won't be able to hear it, but. But right now it's not the case. No, right now there are a lot. Do they wrestle with each other every day? Um, Yes. Cooper and Charlie. Yes. Cooper wants to wrestle the cat. Cat's not into it. Believe it or not. (laughs) I, I believe it. I believe it. Millie always wants to wrestle Maya when she's not sleeping in her tent. Um, but Maya does not really want to wrestle Millie. So she'll, she'll do the hiss and then run away. Yes. Um, but Millie will chase after her. (laughs) And sometimes she is the, 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 the provoker. Sometimes she will be. Oh my God. Speaking of. Hello. Look at that luscious fur. I know you are the reason I had one reel go viral, sir. Um, so there will be more, there will be more of Theodore. Oh, okay. (sighs) He's fantastic. Okay. I think there was one last thing we wanted to talk about and that was like clicker training and tag teach. Yes. Let's freaking do it. I, this can be used not just with animals. Yes. We'll talk about it with animals. Yeah. And obviously like you don't want to use it with children that you're doing like dtt with like which one's red click you got it correct like no this is tag teach is very very different and it's for like precision um the article that i i had read it about was for pirouettes um my dance class so like getting that pinpointing that correct form um topography of that pirouette right and i read about it with surgeons who also need to be completely precise yes when they slice you open and Mm -hmm. use their tools on you to make you whole but when it comes to animals it's a lot different 
you yeah. can pair that little click with a correct response and it, it can be reinforcing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if outside of the animal training world, people call it a bridge, but we called it a bridge and it, what is a bridge, but a secondary reinforcer, right? So it's like that token system, like that, that token has no meaning until you assign it meaning. The click has no meaning until you assign it a meaning. Um, so and you're not so going to give a dog a token. No, the dogs are just <laughs> going to take my tokens. Whatever toys I have in my Mary Poppins bag, they're like, oh, this is mine now. Thank you. Um, but yeah, we called it a bridge because it bridges the gap between that precise moment that the behavior happened and like, I can't get my hand into my treat pouch fast enough. So if I've done my pairing procedures correctly, you know that that click means you are going to get a treat. Um, so we used this with, I used this with my lemurs. I did not like, I did not like or want to work with any higher order primates because they terrify me. What That's would be considered a higher order primate? Um, so lemurs are, I think the term is prosimian. So if we think about um, like evolutionary history, lemurs only exist in Madagascar. So Madagascar broke off, lemurs stopped evolving because they didn't need to. Um, but other simians, um, apes, monkeys um, in Africa, in South America, in Asia, they continue to evolve their tool users. Um, they are <laughs> much smarter than lemurs. <laughs> God love lemurs, but they like, they stopped. They, they were like, ah, we're good here. Um, they will use their face before they try and use a tool. So I worked with a couple of ringtail lemurs, so much fun to work with. Um, the other primates that we had, like the baboons, those motherfuckers will hold a grudge. Um, like one of the baboons at our zoo. That history of reinforcement or punishment, man. Yeah, so one of the baboons would only work with females. And one of the females that worked with this particular baboon, um, her boyfriend was one of my best friends. This baboon hated my best friend. Hated him. Would like shake the bars, would like throw, like if he just walked around the corner, especially if he was walking with his girlfriend, she was like, uh-uh. So like, we would always say if, if any of the big cats got out, like just don't be in the way. But if this baboon got out, she was coming for my best friend. <laughs> the nice. rest of us were safe, but she was coming for my best friend. Um, so yeah, wasn't into that. They're very grabby. They're very, um, they're, they're just very, very smart. So wasn't into it. Use the clickers with a water buffalo. He was so smart. Big cats, hyenas, coyotes, all, uh, pigs. Pigs also insanely intelligent. Um, donkeys, sheep, goats. Um, I don't know if we clicker trained any of the birds. I did work with an African gray and she was so fun. African grays by far are my favorite birds. African grays and cockatoos. Cockatoos thrive in chaos um and african grays are just like ridiculously smart but um i'm gonna have to look up what an african gray looks like but i'm gonna do it right now because i want to know it's a little gray parrot with a red tail um and there there was an, an african gray parrot named alex who um if we think about verbal behavior 
Lots uh-huh. of lots of parrots can engage in some form of echoic, but it's not necessarily any meaningful speech. Um, but Alex was able to engage in interverbals, like stri- could answer questions. Like you'd give him an array of five or six things and he could pick out, he could answer questions about what's on the tray. Um, which one is green? The car is green. Um, what matter? They'd ask what matter and he'd say wool or um, wood or he had a couple other ones. I, Dr. Irene Pepperberg works with um, African greys and I'm sure there's videos of Alex just like, you can't tell me that that's just echoics. Did the echoics help him learn what these things are? Yeah, he's he's actually responding and and engaging in that listener responding well that's the difference between an echoic and you know an introverbal like an echoic would just be like him saying like which one's green after yeah. you said which one's green yeah I, I did just look up an african gray parrot and i will say because i have to bring everything back to housewives at least once mm-hmm. at least once there was a housewife from potomac who had an african gray parrot and was with him all the time. Like he came to the reunion. Oh my God. Such a smart parrot. So Rest smart. In peace. His name was T'Challa. Rest in peace, T'Challa. They're wildly Shut smart. Me. They're wildly smart. That's um, that's so great. Like animals. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, are we not just animals? Yeah. Like are we human? No. Oh, not that one. <laughs> No, it's you, you and me, baby, baby. nothing but mammals. <laughs> yeah. That one. I mean, we are at the end of the day, just, just animals. So it makes sense why we can use all these different variations of our science to help promote learning through, you know, through tag teach, mm-hmm. through antecedents and behaviors and consequences in schedules like some animals just know when it's time to eat oh my god when the sun my goes down and it's 7 30 my cats are like they can tell time i swear yep when it's yeah. 7 30 it's time it's like let's go let's let's charlie starts singing the song of her people she's like mom it's time is dinner time is food time now right. why have you not started filling our bowls Right, because at because at seven thirty, like I said, everyone earlier, I give them I give them wet food, so I have to do that myself. So yeah. that was not on an automatic feeder because I want them to have a various diet. You know? Because you are the automatic feeder. Uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like unless I go away, which then we will put it on the automatic feeder. Wait, she wet knows. food, wet food in the automatic feeder. No, 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 okay. I was no, like, no, 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 no. Like they'll just have, they'll have their crunchy food, but when we go away, they'll have like a random like time because the Rover person, the person from Rover will come at, you know, at variable times. Sometimes yeah. she'll come at two, sometimes she'll come at five, but then I'm always just like, just give them their wet food. Like yeah. they'll probably eat it and then they can have more of their dry food later. No big deal. So then when we come home, depending on how long we were gone, of course, the contingency changes for them. So it's like, it's at two and the girl like came like multiple times at two, they're going to be annoying until I put that behavior on extinction. 
by just being like, no, I'm not. No, no. At that point, like I don't reinforce anything because I can't, they don't want any other reinforcement other than a treat. And I'm not going to give them a treat for not engaging in behavior because they're hungry for their food because they think that they're getting food right now. That's one of the only times I will not pair my extinction with reinforcement. I'll give them pet and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like it. It's a very low, low, low prefer when when treaties are involved. (laughs) We're learning to accept alternatives and it's not going well. It's not going well, but it's going well enough. Maya's sitting here on the other side of my couch right now, just like waiting for me to be like, you've said the word treat like a million times. Like, like It's time. She knows what it is. So it's I'm, time to follow through. It's time to follow through. And, you know, she's been good. So maybe I was like an intermittent treat here and there is not a bad, not a bad thing. No, it's not just when it's at seven o'clock in the morning and I screwed myself with that one, but I'm going to figure out that automatic feeder. Yes. Tell everyone next time we meet, if it worked, if I did it, because again, ADHD ridden BCBA here, I'll have to tell my ADHD ridden husband to do it. it. Just everyone's set up for failure. (laughs) Oh, this poor child, at least we know for a damn sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, straight out the womb with ADHD. We know it, man. Know it, and that's all right because we can teach him how to cope, and that's okay. Like maybe my cats have ADHD. That could be a thing. Charlie, do you have ADHD, <laughs> ma'am? Hello. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I do. Give me scritchums for it. Thanks. Thanks. So, what can the people expect from us? going forward i think we can be expected to put out an episode when we can put out an episode until we figure out a good schedule yeah i think that's a realistic thing to say right now yeah and going forward we're gonna have talks about a lot of different things today was pet parenthood yeah next time not even next time we have a lot of things on the docket some great conversations that we're going to be having are angry redditors (laughs) The ABA community. That's one that I'm really passionate about. Um, and you not even up- just the ABA community. Like, angry Redditors Redditor. are angry. Redditors are angry. I am a Redditor. But I'd like to lurk. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. So, like, that's definitely something that we're going to go over. Um, what else? We, we talked about some things. Like, at one point, guys, like, there's going to be a Real Housewives episode. Rachel doesn't watch Real Housewives. Um, not religiously, not even not religiously, but Salt Lake City's starting soon. I'm just saying, like season three, we might as well just like dive into it. You know what? And That's not a bad idea. It's not. It's not. It's one of the more interesting ones. So we're gonna talk housewives, especially because there's so much behavior that goes on there that we can relate back to the science, like that can be educational for you to remember. Yes. Absolutely. Same thing with 90 Day Fiance. Any of these reality shows where we can relate behavioral concepts, like this is why I like trash TV because I like watching the way that people behave. It's so fascinating. And and most of the time, they forget that they're on camera. And that is where the real accurate (laughs) stuff can come out. I mean, sometimes there's reactivity, but you know, some other things that we plan to talk about, MLMs. Oh my God. Love that you brought that up. 
Yes. That is going to be a fun conversation. And we would love to collaborate with other podcasters in the future too. So if you have a topic that you want to chat about, we're more than happy to talk with you. Like we want to talk with you. We want to open these conversations. So if there's something that you want to hear, let us know. You can read us on Instagram. Yeah. But I think it's Instagram. Yeah. Instagram for now. We'll, we'll get, we'll get with all, we'll get with all of that guys. Again, episode number one, this is called baseline, (laughs) (laughs) right? This is called how to make a podcast when you have ADHD and step one is record the podcast and then figure everything else out later. Exactly. Like we're talking right now. We may not even have this part in the podcast. Right. Yeah. (laughs) We We may edit it out. You're welcome. You're welcome. Maybe at some point we'll have a Patreon and just like a Patreon only cut. Oh my God. Imagine like, cause we're pretty funny. I think I would listen to us in the car on the way to a long drive. Like for a client, yeah. like you have two and a half hour drives sometimes. Sometimes I have one tomorrow. I hate myself, but it's okay. No, you were just so dedicated and driven. That I will like, drive. Two and a half I hours mean, early in the fucking morning. It's fine. I'm going to have fun. I'm training people how to engage in compassionate care. Um, and that's what matters. Like at the end of the day, compassionate care, values, and being a, as good of a person as you've learned to be in this moment. And then just working on bettering yourself when you, you know. Yeah. And sometimes talking about bullshit. And sometimes talking about bullshit, it's good. There are scientific studies that say gossiping and talking bullshit are good for you. Build camaraderie. Cool. I'm here for it. That water cooler. I'm in science, man. Yeah. We can have our our figurative water cooler and we can chit chat about bullshit all the time. All the time. But. But that's our show today, guys. You want to make sure that you're pres- prescribed, subscribed. Yes. So following our Instagram, which is behavior MBS, because I don't think Instagram was going to allow bullshit to be in the handle. You want to follow the pop culture analyst. You want to follow Calabama analyst. Is it Calabama underscore? Yes. Calabama underscore behavior analyst. You want to follow okay. us. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. So. Until next time. Don't be a yeah. dick. <laughs> yes. Don't be a dick. We'll come and with more catchy catchphrases at some point. Yeah. We'll, we'll workshop some catchphrases. Like, yeah. Don't be a dick is, is good, but it makes me think of Kelly. Like, remember Kelly from MySpace? Like, shoes. Um, at one point in one of her songs, she's like, don't be a dick. Did she say <laughs> batch? So like there was no eyes, there was only ease. Like don't be a dad. So that's what it made me go to. But there's like nothing wrong with a little Kelly MySpace reference. But we'll figure it out, guys. So just make sure to follow us on Instagram and follow along with us on this Spotify podcast journey. We're gonna have a lot more fun as the times go on, and probably get better at this too. So you know, not probably. Practice makes progress. We're going to definitely get better at this. And like, if you have any constructive feedback that, you know, is helpful. Yes. 
let us know, but like podcast number that we're learning. So like, we don't need it right away. (sighs) Yeah. Be kind. Be kind. kind This is our first podcast. (laughs) Yes. Like, please, please be kind. Amazing. Well, have a good one, everyone. 